Go, episode five of Two Wheels One Way with your host, Goose T-Rex, here at HBI Bike Night in Indianapolis. Uh, my machine is Justin Page out of Little Rock, Arkansas. He's getting caught up. Uh, you know, the biggest thing right now for most of us industry guys are trying to wait for somebody else to do something for us, right? So it's all based on uh, anodizing, for instance. That's what the biggest majority is. You know, we sent shit out months ago, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's 12 weeks wait. And then the 12 weeks come, and they go, and it's, oh, it'll be another six weeks. So everything is up in the air. You know, our our anodizing that we had on our all of our modules, we pretty much stopped doing, and we're sending everything out raw. It doesn't change the it doesn't change the tune it's literally just the look and guys will call and be like hey uh, what it's black in the picture like well do you want a black one you're gonna have to wait months sorry bro yeah you know I mean it just happens so uh, we just we try and keep this this big machine rolling you know um, but anyway so what's next for you on your bike uh, next for me is Brock's wheels, uh, full paint, new lights. Um, I think that's it. Lucky, yeah. Lucky Strike? No, no. I've got a, I've got a local kid, dude. I'd love, I'd love for Jeremy to be able to paint my stuff. Um, but I got a local kid, Jonathan Perez, uh, Revolutionary Paints out of uh, Nashville. He's killing it on the Dyna scene right now. And I hit him up and I'm like, yo, dude, I, I like I like your shit. Um, what do you want to do? You know, like, you know I'm out. The bike stays with me. It's always in the Thunderbox. Um, I'd love to do a full paint. So we're going to do white, heavy flake, metallic flames, red pinstripe, uh, candy red, Brock, BST wheels. Um, New headlights. So you're, you're hearing it here first. Yeah, yeah. This is it. Yeah, it'll uh, it'll be a little rowdy. So, uh, and I'm tired of the black man. The, it's cool. Uh, I, I try and switch it up. The you know the graphics. I use Ace Graphics out of Clarksville, Tennessee. Mikey D'Amico is fantastic. The dude does all of our stickers for work and my personal shit. Um, he does all of our hats. Um, and he and he's been able to do all of my my graphics on the bike but uh but yeah it's time for time for some real shit so it'll be a little different you going lp6s i don't know <laughs> i don't know that that's one you're gonna have to wait for yeah yeah it'll be uh it'll be different you know I, we'll see i'd like them but also clean motos in the house and uh those guys are putting out the rigid lights and all of their wiring harness and everything, and, and Justin and uh, Kyron are the homies. So if they have something available when I'm ready, um, I may go that route. Their rigid know? lights are badass. Yeah, they yeah. look good. Yeah, they, they look, look good. really good. So I got to ask this on the performance side of things. Everyone talks about duels and two into one. So what do you think, honestly, with what you guys have dealt with? Do you think that two into ones really increased the performance? That's, that's for uh, Gage. I will, say, I will say from like a, a personal standpoint and a professional standpoint, man, uh, the numbers we see on a 2 to 1 compared to a 2 to 2, 2 1 to 2, crossover, whatever it is, the numbers that we see on a 2 to 1 have always been better than any other exhaust setup. You know, the, the, the biggest thing that you've got to run into is 
who's the rider? Do you want a short pipe because you want high end power, or are you? Do you want a, a, a long pipe because you want low end torque still? You know, I know like my personal bike when it came to uh, short Basani Road Rage to a full length, uh, I picked up four pounds of torque right on the low end. And you no know, kidding. for for the way that I ride, you know, having all that power under 3,500 RPM when I'm cruising at 90 on the highway or whatever, having that extra power right there was noticeable. Versus having that power come in at you know 45, 5,000 5, RPM with the way that I ride, you know, there's there's guys out there that want to rip full fucking turn and they want to they want to crank out till red line every time, and they don't want to pick up until you're at the very end. Uh, and there's guys like me that do a lot of just touring stuff. I mean, that want that power at their speed. You know, I'm 90 to 100 everywhere. My my peak torque curve. Is it like 3,800 RPM right where I ride at because of the long pipe? You know, the the short pipe, I was 42, 4,400, so I'd have to get into it, wait for the power to come in, and it was kind of like, hurry up and wait. Oh, there it is. Now we can pass. Yeah, because I think you answered actually one of the questions I was going to ask is, what truly is the difference between a short pipe and a long pipe? And because I was going to ask on more on the touring side, what would be more preferable? But I think... I mean, thank you for it, you know, addressing that before I even ask. Well, I think on the, like, the performance bagger side, in my opinion, uh, I'm running a full-length HPI, right? I ran a full-length Bassani before that, and then I ran a short, shitty Two Brothers. And it was loud and obnoxious, and, I mean, you know, you felt like you were going a million miles an hour. You weren't, you know? Um, but... At, at the end of the day, I think it's all rider preference. It's all what you're trying to do, right? So when you're building these bikes, set them up for yourself because what works for you may not work for me or may not work for Gage. Um, it, it's, at the end of the day, you just have to figure it out. That's why it's taken me three fucking exhausts, you know? So uh, same, same here. I've ran three different exhausts. And I, I think what Gage said was perfect. You know, just because you have a full-length HPI, Nah, I, I, that's that's biased because everyone that's hot boy everyone shit. wants hot to fucking shit. run that. Listen, right? I ordered one three weeks ago, and they told me eighteen weeks, and I said, dude, I'm fucking, I'm fine with it. Currently, I I was in the shop yesterday in the fab room. There are seven hundred and twenty-one pipes on order right now, total, with HBI, and they've got two <laughs> two welders. That's it, you know. So, if they told me it was going to be nine months, honestly, when it comes down to the money for a good quality product, we'll wait. I mean, I, I'm fully prepared to wait till the beginning of next season for my HBI to come in. You know, these guys, Jimmy and those guys, they've got it down to a science when it comes down to equal link primaries to a can that works. All I mean, they've got it down. Now, now, getting those pipes, so for example, like mine's an all black. Does HBI, can you do all black? No. no. Stainless only. So two years ago, raw boy. That's yeah, all it that's is. it. Two years ago, they were doing um, black ceramic coat, but Jimmy, here's the deal. The ceramic coat shit, if they got a scratch on it, somebody bitched, and then they were having to warranty it, right? 
and, and all it comes down to, man, Jimmy, like, when you look at Jimmy's products between their stainless pipes and when they ceramic coated them, Jimmy is so picky, which is such a great thing. You know, you'd get guys that would spend $1,600 on a pipe, ceramic coat it, dude's old lady would scuff their boot on it, and guess what? That marks there forever. You know, yeah. Jimmy and them as a whole are so picky to put out such a good quality product that, you know, it, it may suck that all they have is stainless. But, dude, if you've got a buffer wheel and a little bit of compound, you can make that stainless look like chrome. And, you know, if you want it coated or you want it you want it black, you want it red, whatever, that's on you to do on your own because these guys are so concerned with putting out such a good product that, yeah, it's going to come to you stainless, but you know that stainless finish and that well job and all that's going to hold up to everything you can throw at. That makes a lot more sense. I think also, though, when you when you put your name on something like that and you got a name like Jimmy's, you, you get a scratch on it, somebody's going to be pissed. They're going to talk shit about that pipe, yeah. even, even though it is what it is. They're going to talk shit about it. Well, and world, uh, word travels fast in this industry. It's not that big, man. So you have to be able to stand behind it. Like I had a guy uh, two weeks ago with our iRide system, which is a fully self-adjustable rear suspension that we offer for 14 to now 22 um he was like man it's not working i'm like all right let's figure this out right so he was on a 30-day trip to the west coast down to florida and back home he's from maryland uh, he literally tells me everything we we go through he's got my personal cell phone i've dealt with him several times um and at the end of the day i send him a pump i send him in a module getting back on the road and then he says oh dude my screen's doing something wacky I'm like all right so on your way back through to florida stop in nashville his daughter lives in nashville so keith stops i update his screen that's all it was it was a firmware update we do the firmware we he's got a thunder max it's a 21 road glide limited uh do an auto download or auto map download to his module and he's happier than fucking pig and shit. And literally, it was like 15 minutes for us to figure it out and send him on his way, right? So he can continue his trip another two weeks, and then he was home. That's the kind of stuff that more people, in, in, in my opinion, if they spent some time to figure out, like, to really take care of people, right? I, I was always with that when I was with the dealers, it was, you know, I was in parts. We build the bike, and then some, they always like just shoo them out the door. Like, oh, we got your parts, fuck off. I love the, from front to, to end. I want to see that guy that picked up his bike and we did this bar and this suspension and this wheel and this front end. And then at the very end, he's like, dude, fucking, you were right. That and, shit. And he comes back. Yeah. And he comes back and he's like, dude, Millhouse is my motherfucker. Man, I don't fuck with anybody else but you. That makes a huge difference, man. So it's the same thing. I've, I've taken that from the dealership side of the house to what I'm doing at Thundermax. And when I make a, uh, a, a setup or when I'm talking to you as homeboys or whatever, like, come fuck with me, you know? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I, th I think what a crazy thing is for me, like, and I talked to Gage about this. You know, I'm from I'm from south of here, so I guess north of here. My bad. I'm from north of here. And uh, Josh, you know, damn. You know, shout hey, out White Claws. Yeah, where am I? 
<laughs> yeah, those sponsor mangoes us. Are, those mangoes are kicking this ass. <laughs> mangoes, <laughs> boy. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm north of here, so this this shit is to us is bizarre, right? Like when I when I rolled up in a with with gold on my bike, you know, is that Nos on the back of your? No, dude, it's fucking it's my shocks. You know, people don't no, people don't dude. realize that shit. So it's like it's weird. It's weird coming here because this is the first time I've been here. Yeah. So for me, this is like, bro, this is like everything coming together for me, you know. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a, a culmination of everybody that like that gets it right now you've got a bunch of fucking big wheel dudes rolling through i'm i'm literally front and center at the fucking front gate right and we've watched for hours big wheels hell yeah brothers chopper dudes but the majority of everything is all performance-based bikes and when you have this you don't have the drama you're not you know you're not having to look over your shoulder worried about Oh man, I might get fucking stabbed at this event. You know what I mean? Like everybody's just here to have a good time, drink beer, buy t-shirts, watch these motherfuckers get rowdy on the street, and have a good time. And learn something. Completely. You know, come here just like this. You know, you and I you and I have hit each other on Instagram before, but but here I am, you know, promoting the podcast and I'm out here promoting Thundermax. You know, yeah. that, that's what it's about for right. me is coming here and, and getting that interaction with people, you know, Gage. I mean, I don't know how many people I've told, hey, Go to when he worked at HD of Indy. It's like, yeah, dude, yeah. make sure you go see Gage. Gage will get you figured out. You right. know, that's that's it's not talking shit. You know, that's and that's what you find in in the other industries. No, you support the people that support you, and that's really at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Because, you know, again, you might have a hundred people that are like, "Fuck Thundermax." Well, why? Because maybe you had a bad experience in the past, but let me make better on that. You know what I mean? Like, and you want to know that completely? Yeah, completely. I want to know like. What happened? And can we get past that? Do you still have your shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, here's my personal contact. Get a hold of me. And I might I might be able to help you. I might be able to help you in the right direction. But at the end of the day, I'm not trying to lose anybody. You know, this is my livelihood. I have completely enthralled myself in this motorcycle industry for the last like 11 and a half years, you know? wife, me, and a 95-pound geriatric dog. That's <laughs> like got diabetes. Well, he doesn't have diabetes. Yeah, we just went through a, a battle of cancer, man. So it's like 300 bucks to keep this motherfucker alive. And that's my responsibility as a pet owner. You know, so we're going to keep him rolling as long as I can. So as long as people start buying modules or continue to, to, to support Thundermax, I can keep this dog alive. So remember hey, that, remember folks. that fucking shit, dude. <laughs> Here's your guilt trip Saturday yeah. from Thundermax. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Happy Memorial Day. Keep my dog alive. We're here all week. What do you got? What do you got, Matt? Come on, hit me with something. All right, here we do this. We do this thing where where we ask one random. Have you listened to the podcast? You I can have say not. No. No. That's okay. He asked one random, really random fucking question All right. to each viewer. Okay. All right. It's it's fucking weird. All right. So you re- Shoot. You, you seem like you're down to get yeah, a little whatever. get a little scrappy with it. All right, here we go. All right. So the first question is, where does a thought go when it's forgotten? In the wormhole. Millhouse. Dumb. I'm thinking, dude. Where does the thought go when it's forgotten? I mean, the the normal thought I have when it when it's forgotten is like, should I not? <laughs> should I trust her? 
she says she's on it, should I believe it? Oh, he means a thought. He means a thought. T-H-O-T, absolutely T-H-O-T, baby. That's all it is. Gage went right there. Do I trust her? 99% of the time I say yes, and then I'm like, oh, fuck. Broken hearts, So, So here's another one kind of fucked up, but I like it. Uh, does the teacher have the right to give homework to a homeless kid? No. <laughs> Shady bitch. He Shady. ain't got a roof. He ain't got a computer. Fuck out of here. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. That bitch. <laughs> like, how no, do you that go bitch. about that? It's like, hey, you know, Steven, I know you don't have a house or a home, but here's homework. Like, do you But does he it? have a bridge to sleep under? Or a bench? He's got something, right? A cardboard box he, condominium. Yeah, he's an orphan and homeless. Yeah, yeah. Here's the deal. You got something. You, I mean, you're not coming to school just willy-nilly. Right? You're sleeping somewhere. You can get a candle. Batteries aren't that expensive. Yeah, you you, you go to the local library and get some Wi-Fi. Yeah, completely. Alright, last one, Matt. What do you got? Alright, is the S or the C silent in the word sent? This is one I struggle with. I struggle with this one. I'd say the C. C is definitely silent. Uh, Otherwise, it's... It's Kent. 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 This is the battle I I have with my wife all the time because she corrects me on my grammar and shit like that. But the English language is so fucked up. Think of knife, okay? Where the fuck is a K in knife? There's not. Obviously in the beginning. You know what brings me to my next point? I I went and picked up Chinese the other day, right? And everyone in there is speaking English. Dude, it's 2022. But I can't speak Chinese. Half these guys yeah, have true. been here for like 40 years. You're you're set. You give them their your bad pronunciation of wontons, and they're like, yeah, we know what this basic white dude wants. He wants yeah. fucking when crab When I order raccoons. Chinese in my in my town, right? Uh, the guy speaks better English than I do, <laughs> and and he goes. Uh, King Mao, Fort Campbell Boulevard, and then it's full great English, and he goes, don't forget, motherfucker, we're on the side to pick up, no entry in the door, right? I'm like, alright, cool. So I pick up Thursday night, roll up, and then he puts on the the Jackie Chan, man. He's fucking... (laughs) He's like, oh, you, you order this, you got this, and I'm like, whoa, 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 buddy. Where was Justin... 20 minutes ago, I was talking to a white kid. Like, now you're Jong Wing. Yeah, and he's like, nah, dude, that was me. <laughs> so he's that's got fun. a phone voice and he's got a regular fucking interaction voice. Hey, that's a real thing, I think. Yeah, it's I the think customer so. service voice. It's, all it it's yeah. a customer service customer voice. Service, yeah. Yeah, I gotta figure out what he wants. Right. Those fuckers. So, so on the, the Asian side of things, T Rex and I talked to the, about this a little bit ago. Don't burn out! Do a burnout, bitch! Would you trust, if you got on an airplane, and you know how the pilots get on and introduce themselves, would you trust a pilot with something wrong and co-pilot, oh we hell? Holy, holy fuck. Real quick, real quick. You talk about a pilot that's got something wrong. Uh, We had a chief warrant officer we flew with, I shit you not, missing a leg. 
Are you Nobody shit? gave a fuck. They're like, wait a second, that right rudder is based off polymer and aluminum? <laughs> no, fuck it. We don't fuck care. It. We don't care. They're like, yeah, that, whatever. He's fly. No, okay, that's cool. We're, he's flying us. Awesome. We the, trust him. There's still a, a green beret at, at Fort Campbell at Fifth Group uh, that has... Two prosthetics. Yeah. Two fucking prosthetics. Got blown up in 2013. Yep. And Came still back two years later. Still acting and on a team. Dude. I just want to tell everybody, these They're fucking shit. bikes are still rolling in. That bikes guy. are still rolling so, in. So, right now we've dude. got Chopsky that just rolled in. Uh, this dude is a fucking crazy photographer. I've got my dude Amadeus. His his girl, Chris, just they literally just rolled in from, from Nashville. We need to tell them to get a picture. Yeah. Now, if it's, hey, if it's a female pilot, though, I'm out. You think so? I'm, I'm gone. I've seen the way my, my wife drives. I'm out. I don't give a shit. I'm out. No, That's it. it. <laughs> All right, what do we got to close this out, Matt? What do we got? So, first and foremost to our viewers today, uh, sorry about the long hiatus on this episode. Uh, T-Rex and I were talking. We wanted to make this thing big. And you know what? Uh, I, think it, I think it went really well, you know. As we go on with these episodes, we're talking with more people to get them on the show, uh, support their business. Uh, biggest thing here, like we always say, you know, we're, we're, we have the perform performance world at HPI, but with a little bit of the big wheel baggers, hell yeah, brothers. That's all what it's all about, you know? It's uh, with, Without them, there is no scene. Right? Absolutely. Without the big us. wheel baggers, there is nobody to make fun of. Without the hell yeah, brothers, there's no one to make fun of. And all the other fucking performance dudes just get it right, man. And I, and I get made fun of. Yeah, completely. Here, here I am in Kokomo, dude. And people well, are like, oh, you cock your wheel to the right? Can yeah. only performance baggers cock their wheel to yeah. the right? Yeah. I mean, you get made fun of because you're like 5'2". So... You're 7'5". Are those, are those bars what you Damn. rode on your dirt bike, loser? You gonna take that off roading? Yeah, exactly. I might. Fuck it, I might. But but no, honestly though, um, I want to say thank you guys for yeah, taking the absolutely. time and talking with us. Uh, I know T Rex was big about it. And I was like, dude, we're I'm bringing the podcast stuff tonight. This is our first ever uh, portable podcast. You know, we originally thought that Stinger Trailer was going to come out. Stinger Trailer for uh, their awesome trailers that they do provide for motorcycle trailing. Um, and again, thank you to all of our other sponsors out there. And again, we're new to this world so please if uh, anyone's listening that has wanted to sponsor we'll be doing more episodes on the performance side anything you think of so again uh thank you guys so much for uh, yeah for sure yeah thanks thunder max thank you thunder yeah 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 no doubt and look anybody listening hit me up uh millhouse underscore t max or thunder max efi on instagram and social media appreciate it let's go good deal and uh, what we'll do is uh, uh, introduce our special guests. This is Excuse My Glide. Scary Jerry. Appreciate you guys hopping on here real quick. We'll make sure we're a good student of your time here. So let's say you guys are from Illinois, right? I'm from Illinois. Dylan's from Iowa. Iowa. You both rode up here? Yeah, yeah. And you're not leaving the night? Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, we might be leaving tonight. I'm sleeping in my own bed tonight. Regardless of how hard we go, I'm sleeping in my own bed tonight. This is just round two. Yeah, no, for sure. It's round two, 100%. So what got you guys into this shit? Uh, actually, my guy, uh, Zach Apfel over there. It's Bad Apfel on Instagram, I think. And we used to work at the local Harley dealership in Illinois. 
and you know I bought a bike and he was just like hey man you should check this out and I just started following all kinds of like I guess big names in the performance bagger scene but um, I just started building my bike and checking out the scene and that, I mean, that's really it. Just kind of went from there. Yeah, man. This is only the second year I've had a had a bike. Like, I bought my bike uh, two summers ago, and then this is the second full year that I've had my bike. So it's kind of like for me, like you know, I, I got into the performance bagger shit from Charlie Rock. You know Charlie Rock? Uh, up in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I know who he is for yeah, sure. So, so I just got on like a, a regular old roguelite page. I was like, hey, I need somebody to build my bike who can do it. And uh, Charlie got at me. And so that that's literally how I got in. It's Charlie and Steve was early in the game before Steve was even out doing anything else. And, uh, dude, it's just crazy how we were just talking to uh, Millhouse. It's crazy how this, like, this scene compared to the Hell We Out About uh, Brother or anything like that. You know, it's just, it's just fucking crazy how, how, how this scene is just so much different. Everybody's here for each other. You know, we're trying to promote. You know, I'm trying to promote you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what it's all about. No, a hundred percent. But I, I mean, I kind of on the flip side. I think you kind of need need the hell yeah brothers. You know what I mean? You need them. Absolutely, hell because, yeah, brother. Like, it for me, it just kind of gives gives me the, a reason to him haul around with people and fuck with them. There's no scene. If no. there's no hell yeah brothers, there's no scene. No, you're right. You're right. If there if there's no hell yeah brothers, none of us are here. You know what I mean? We all came, we all came from somewhere. Oh yeah, or you can't forget the big wheel baggers as well. They're they're just completely different. We don't even we don't talk about them. <laughs> Fuck your big wheel bagger, hundred percent. Fuck it. So let's hear from you. How'd you get into it? So, um, when I was a little bit younger, I actually went to MMI for two years. I went to Yamaha and Kawasaki. Graduated from both of those, and I was like, "Ain't no way I'm gonna own a Harley. Ain't no way. They're they're garbage. They're junk." Um, got back home, moved back home, uh, owned a Honda for a little while, and then I fell in love with a Chicano-style soft tails. So I had a 2010 Softail Deluxe, slammed, 36-inch uh, long fishtails, white walls, and then uh, I started seeing the performance bagger scene start to blow up, uh, bought a bagger, uh, ran apes, I, I mean, I'm not afraid to say it. I, I hell yeah broed for a little bit. I mean, I did too. I mean, just from the way that I grew up, was like everywhere you look in, you know, East Central Illinois, where I've been born and raised, everybody's got everybody's got ape hangers. Everybody's just got a slam bike. Like my mom's old boyfriend was like, man, what the fuck you got that bike lifted for? You know? And he, I mean, seriously, he was like, I got mine lowered two inches, got 16 inch ape hangers, blah blah blah. blah. I'm so flat footed. Yeah, no, for real, and. Like I rolled up to his house one day and I was rocking like some Carhartt shorts and just like a Carhartt t-shirt, my, my full face helmet pulled up and he was like, what you wearing shorts for boy? I'm like, cause I'm, it's fucking hot out. That's why, you know? So, so and then I switched to T-bars on it, set it up, uh, went two over on it and um, set it up kind of like, you know, a dirt bike. You know, you ride it exactly like a dirt bike. So uh, there's something really fun about taking a curve uh, at twice the recommended speed limit. Uh, when I see the S sign, uh, my heart gets to racing a little bit. And you take it that fast, and you're comfortable. That's the thing. You're 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 fine with it. You know, it's not like something that's bizarre. Nope. I, you get into it. Once you learn how that bike's going to handle, I mean, it's 900 pounds. Once you once you get comfortable on your bike, it's it's a it's a lot of fun.
So where are you at, Matt? What do you got this? So biggest thing is I've been back and forth on uh, mini apes, T-bars, you name it. So here's the thing, we've talked about this in previous podcasts. I am uh, like a good mixture of a Hell Yeah Brother and performance. So there's one bars I saw on uh, Lucky Dave's website. It's uh, heavy hitters. So it has that in the in the middle part. It kind of looks like ape hangers at the top with the, uh, the pointy, uh, the tops I should say. And then in the middle, you have the actual T bracket, so it doesn't cover up your gauges or anything, but it gives that style. Now, that said, with you guys running T bars, what would you think about that? Are you talking about the ones that go straight up and across? Yeah, they come up. They come up like a like a like a Z bar, but then they have like a low a low T. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, I honestly think the definition of the T-bar is where it's it's the T-bar mounted to the triple trees. You're into the triple tree. Yes. You're not a clamp. Yeah, I'm not a clamp. I'm bolted straight to the trees. But it's like an old OG style. Um, if, if I would have done it different, I would have done a bar riser setup as I run West Coast T-bars. And there's yeah, no adjustability. Yeah. So I got I to gotta pull myself up or I got to situate myself where I would have much rather been able to adjust it. And that might be where guys that aren't exactly certain, you run that bar in the clamp, you can kind of set yourself up. Mounting it straight to the triple tree, you're gonna you're gonna run into some issues. Absolutely. So that's one of the things I've been kind of hesitant about because those heavy hitters go straight into the tree, but I see a lot of T bars out there like what is spatties. Uh, they go on the actual mount itself and the reason why I like that is because like you said you can fine-tune it as you go on rather than just going right into the tree I, I think that is the definition honestly I mean if you're if you're in a clam if you're in the clamp you're not a, to me it's not t-bar well I mean especially when you start pulling yourself up or moving yourself around it only takes you know a little bit of force to pull that back and then next thing you know you strip the bars out um, there's, I mean, perfect example. I know t of two friends for sure that were running apes back home. I let them sit on my bike. Um, they went and purchased T-bars like the next season. I, and every person that switched over from apes to a T-bar can't believe how much more comfortable they are and how much more the bike rides better and they feel like it handles more. Well, like the first thing that I noticed about the T bars was that it was so much more firm. Like you grab the bars and like now, I mean, I got to get new fucking bushings again. But like when I first put them alligator bushings on there, I mean, them bars didn't move for shit, and I just felt like I, I didn't have that flex anymore. And that, that was the biggest thing for me is like like he was mentioning mentioning going you're going around some of them curves at twice the recommended speed. You don't want to fucking start feeling a shake in those apes. Like, I used to run KST uh, Mayhems, 14-inch Mayhems, and it was one of them things that I got them for cheap. I didn't know no better, you know. I just bought the bike, and we just – I felt it. Every time I try and fly or haul ass through a curve or something, I felt that flexing in bars every single time, man. 
And when you ride hard like that, you're, you're going to notice the difference. I mean, it's insane. I went from KSTs also to spatties that actually bolt into my triple tree, and then I now I'm running the Arlen Ness risers. And, dude, there's there's nothing. Can't hide money on them no, Arlen Nesses, the, dog. No. Can't hide money. Them Arlen Nesses are nasty, dude. I bet they are, they dog. Are I bet they fucking are. So do you think the performance bagger world is starting to become saturated, kind of like the Hell Yeah Brothers were back a couple years ago? There's just so much to do. Like, you can have the same parts as somebody else. Like, like me and Millhouse right now are rocking the same exact front fender. Bikes are so different. If you had a Hell Yeah Brother out here with the same 30-inch wheel, they're, you know, the paint's different, but everything else is the same. There's just so many different variations of everything you can do. I mean, yes and no. I mean, there's some guys out here. Like, I ride a 2012, but I've done the Geezer Glide setup on it. Uh, you know, I've... It's got 60, it'll have 65,000 miles on the original motor by the time I get back home to Iowa. Um, it's just a stock 103. Um, but I think the performance bagger thing is... Twin cam forever. Yeah, twin yes, cam Yes, twin cam. Um, I think the biggest thing is, I mean, you can have the big motor, you can have, you know, the flashiest paint, but I've built this 2012 Roguelide to ride just as good as a brand new bike and it's paid for. Um, the Geezer Glide setup, shout out to Geezer Glide they, and Andreas, they've been super helpful. I mean, that bike is basically just a paint set and an engine away from being an M8 and it handles just as good. That's the thing, dude. I, I, I literally set my... Okay, here, here's the question we had last time. Suspension first or motor? Suspension, 120%. Sus suspension. Uh, I mean, we were running the Talamina for the Fast Life Campout. Um, I mean, Scary Jerry here, he's running a 110. Everybody else is on M8s. You know, one other guy had a 124 twin cam. And I'm right there with him on a stock 103. Um, so it, it's not about the power. I mean, yeah, they can leave you in the straights, stick with them in the corners, and, you know, you're going to end up being... It's about the rider, not about the power. Anybody can be fast in a straight line. Oh, I mean, 100, 120%. Like like you'd mentioned when we were ripping through the Talmina. I mean, like that dude that had that 124. I mean, where the fuck was he when you and I were out front? Like, And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way because the dude could ride his fucking ass off. But, like, where was he? I mean, that, that's one thing about the performance bagger scene, too. I mean, these guys can... These guys could go out there, spend the money, put a hundred, hundred thousand dollars into a bike, and you know it's gonna look cool. It's gonna have everything you want. It's gonna be Instagram cool. But can you ride it? Like I That's drop, it. I drop my bike. It sits in the rain. I, I scratch the yeah, shit out man. of it. I mean, anybody that knows me, <laughs> I, I, I rep my fucking scratches. Though. I rock, rock my fucking dents. Like, you can walk around my bike right now and see both saddlebags. I've dropped that bike probably six times. And I don't give a fuck because my feet barely touch. But I ro rode my fucking ass off with every single one of them dudes. That they, they gave me shit today because I, I literally waxed my bike for the first time i bought it off the showroom floor in 15 the first time today just to bring it here so it's like dude fuck washing the bike i think the last time my bike was like fully washed was when i had the dealership do my front suspension I, I shit you not and i picked it up in march and when i got back from the fast life camp out i waited a good 10 days and i literally took some like chemical guys detailer 
used the whole fucking bottle all the way around, just wiped it down, and ride the motherfucker. <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, there's all kinds of people who are like, "Hey, man, I want to ride with you." I'm like, "Dude, I ride. I if I can, I ride every fucking day, every fucking day, unless I got my kid." Now, you were talking about chemical guys, and with the motorcycle industry and auto industry, there are so many different types of cleaners out there. Um, so, you know, obviously you have like Bug Slide, all of them. Honestly, with the stuff you've used, what do you honestly think is the best one? Well, I, I used to use Bug Slide hard. I really, really did before I got a new helmet. But I used to, I used to spray the fuck out of everything with that Bug Slide, man. And it, it works great. But, like, when I was using it on my visor, like, you can look at it. was a gold visor on my Simpson helmet. And if you look at it now, you can almost damn near see through it. I mean, it took that fucking mirror, you know, the chrome mirror part off oh, of that it. that tip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at it now, and, I mean, it's still got that, like, dark brown, yellowy gold, whatever. But you can look right through it now. But, I mean, that Chemical Guy stuff, like I said, I literally just sprayed the fuck down and wiped it off. And, I mean, it looked great, but it needs a, it needs a wash. <laughs> What's the um, what's the pink and black uh, pink and black aerosol can from, from Harley? Pig spit. That's it. Um, and he runs all Jack's Wax products. So uh, he's got a bottle. Uh, it's called Bug Zapper. I mean, you wet your bike down, you spray it, you let it sit for about 30 seconds to a minute, and it'll wipe the bugs off completely. I mean. I don't get too crazy. Like I said, my bike's all scratched as shit. Uh, the 14 up bags were off somebody else who had a lowered bike and, and drugged the bag on the ground. I mean, I don't care. Uh, I just got 14 up bags, so I like the lids. <laughs> but, I mean, it doesn't get a full detail, but I mean, it'll get wiped down before I take it out. I mean, I mean, you can polish a turret if you go look at it, so. Oh, absolutely. All right, Matt, hit him with your questions. Last, The last episode, it's Matt's fucked up questions. All right. You guys ready? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What if there is no sky? Don't don't get me started on this. <laughs> on. I'm dead serious. Don't Come get me started on, on this. Look, man, I'm one of them t crazy ass tin hat dudes that if you if you start asking me like, is the moon real and is the sky real? Like, this shit's a simulation, dog. Don't <laughs> fucking. I'm not not playing with you. Not playing with you. What do you got? If the sky's not real, I don't really care. I, I live my day. I'm living. Yeah, I live my life one day at a time. That's right. It That's can right. be a simulation for all I care. Look, man. When I, I die, when I die, it's I not feel that. Anyway. I feel that, man. You just you just live day by day, do what you got to do, do your time, and go home. That, that's how I look at it. All right, last one, Matt. All right, hold on. Give me one second. What if when you sweat, it's your muscles crying? Well. I mean, when I sweat, I'm already crying. If I'm, if I'm sweating, there's a reason. I'm not working muscles when I'm sweating. Exactly. When I'm sweating, there's there's a reason why I'm sweating. Jerry messed up the question, so I didn't even get to hear it. All right. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. What if when you sweat, it's your muscles crying? Is that true or false? Don't be a bitch. Like, what would, what would you do about it? Think about it. Like, if you are to hug someone, mentally you're thinking, oh, my God, they're sweaty. Their muscles must be crying. Like, I, I mean, they're fat. <laughs> it's an odd way to put it, but, I mean, I just feel like you'd be super sweaty all the time. Like, at that point, do you hug yourself and tell yourself to stop crying? He's Jack. No, yeah, I'm not. literally. Look at Dylan's Instagram. 
and you will see him and his homeboy Jeremy literally grind in the fucking gym. So yeah, hey, before we leave, shout out your Instagrams. Uh, it's just underscore scary Jerry with a G. And mine's just excuse my glide. It's XCUZ underscore my underscore glide. It's just after my license plate, so. What I like about having guys like this on is that we're, you know, uh, who was it? Was it Lowe? I know it wasn't Lowe. It might have been Mason. Mason picked up so many followers after the podcast because, you know, it's not somebody like Millhouse or something like that, you know. every that, That's what I love about doing a podcast like this. Well, and, like, I remember messaging you on on Instagram just being like, man, I'm, I'm glad to see that there's another podcast out here. I really fucking genuinely mean that with everything I've got, man. Like, you get guys like me and Dylan on here and, and people that kind of, like throughout the Midwest and, and, and wherever, really, that kind of, I mean, they got a sick-ass bike, they ride their fucking ass off, and, and you get them on here, and it's just like, hell yeah, like, it's fucking awesome to see. You know, and to piggyback off that, uh, we said earlier, you know, I really enjoy this. Excuse the interruptions, boys. I really enjoy this scene as I made a post earlier um, that you can get to talking to somebody on the internet end up being friends with them meet meet them in real life and they're just as cool as talking to them on the internet so i mean uh, you know there's a club style iowa going on there's club style illinois club style tennessee uh, indiana too now yep indiana. not gonna lie club style illinois has the second most followers out of all club styles not a big deal shout out booger glide <laughs> but uh, i enjoy i enjoy riding with all these guys it's it's been a trip we've only been doing it you know the, the performance bagger scenes i don't know really know how long it's been going on probably the last three or four years it's really taken off but that's uh, how, that's how i met jerry it was literally just off of fucking instagram i enjoy it. you gotta you gotta go against everything your parents ever taught you so i met jerry last year at hbi had never met him in my life well jerry and dylan it was both like hey you guys are from iowa and illinois come stay in my house Dakota. Well, I mean, I came to your house a week ago and was just like, hey, I'm buying a visor. I want to say hello. Yeah, I mean, I was on COVID lockdown. I didn't have COVID, but Kelsey did, and we went and bought a visor. No mask at all. Fuck them. So. <laughs> and then we got absolutely wasted at the Twin All right, so if anybody, if anybody was at HBI home. this time last year, the first bike night last year, I'll never forget, after the Mustang took down the, the pole, the cops came, shut it down. I'm laying down along the glass windows at HPI, and Dylan's like, hey, bro, we got to get going. And somehow, someway, we made it to Twin Peaks, made it to, to uh, D-Door's house. We survived, but I told myself this year I was not going that hard. The first thing he said to me is, I'm going home tonight. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm sleeping in my own bed tonight, 100%. I'm drinking on the front porch, sleeping in my own bed. I think she's saying, she, she said you guys are staying. No, she didn't. <laughs> she wants to party. She wants to party on the front porch <laughs> in D Vegas. All right, Matt, send well, us out. Well, again, guys, thank you again for uh, taking the time to talk with us today. We really appreciate getting on this podcast. And uh, like we said before, go ahead, get on Instagram and follow them. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for the support for the, uh, the podcast and how it's gone. Shout out to our sponsors, Stingray Trailer. Make sure you go on our uh, Teespring website to look at our stickers, uh, apparel, you name it, gear. And then on our website on rss.com, you can actually donate to the podcast. So we truly appreciate it, guys. And again, uh, stay tuned for our next episode. And uh, there's two wheels one way. Take care.